Musical Theater Writer Guy is recorded as a YouTube channel series on Muncie Lenape and Canarsie lands. The audio from each episode is also released here in podcast form. To watch or to learn more, please find us on YouTube or through my website at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show. All right. Audience is set. House to half. Lights and orchestra stand by. House out. Casting position. Break legs, everyone. Lights and orchestra go. Whether it's a big chord, a timpani roll, a guitar solo, or a voice calling out across the savannah. The circle of life. An opening number can grab our attention, set the scene, pull us in, and create magic. The best ones do. But what are these numbers and what exactly do they do? Well, let's find out. Hello everyone, I'm Michael Ratty, aka Musical Theater Writer Guy. Musical Theater Writer Guy. That's me. Welcome to my channel where I talk about everything musical theater from a storytelling perspective. I upload videos every other Friday, so make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell to never miss an episode. As a performer, composer, lyricist, librettist, musical director, and vocal coach, I believe that understanding effective musical theater storytelling can help theater makers of all kinds to create and enjoy high quality art and entertainment. Whether you're a writer, performer, producer, director, designer, stagehand, audience member, a professional artist, aspiring, or you simply love the theater. My goal is to present you with an informational toolkit that will enhance your theatrical experiences and help to bolster your enjoyment of the theater. Today we'll be discussing opening numbers in musical theater. Love them, hate them, choose not to date them, they are a necessary part of musical theater stories and adventures. But what are they? What do they do for us? Why are some great and super exciting and others not so much? Well, it seems that this show doesn't have an overture or a prologue, so let's dive in! As we've discussed previously, opening numbers are super important to set up the exposition of the show. They need to tell us where we are, when we are, who we are with, who we're going to follow, and why we're even here. Oh, and they have to do all of that in a beautiful or entertaining song in 10 minutes or less. Cool. Musically, these numbers set the tone for the show that we're about to watch, and they help to bring us into the story with excitement or energy and or stakes. And if there is no prologue before the opening number, then these numbers have to do all of that work by themselves before anyone can sing a character establishment song. Within the first couple seconds of an opening number, we should have a pretty good idea of what kind of a musical this is going to be. It can be big and flashy, light and fun, dark and brooding, serious, comedic, dancey, poppy, operatic. What genre and what world type are we in? Now, music and lyrics are integral here, of course, but every design element and directorial choice is also vital in giving this information to the audience. In Hamilton, when the opening bum, 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 doo, 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 how, doo, doo. When all of that begins, we get a ton of information all at once. We are fully assaulted with information in every sense, which is on purpose. 
Aurally, we hear a large dynamic range with abrupt musical shifts, as well as a mixture of orchestral and synthetic sounds, which then give way to spoken word. And visually, we see a unit set of wood and earthen materials of great utility, a large and diverse cast, all costumed in revolutionary era-inspired costumes, a mixture of quick and slow movements that range from simple to quite complex, as well as a full saturation of color that ranges heavily from very cool to very warm. And this is just the first few seconds of the opening number. The purpose of these songs is to, first and foremost, draw the audience into the story and set expectations. They either need to get our blood pumping, as in a lot of pop and rock musicals, Alexander Hamilton, or they have to make us lean in with anticipation, as in a lot of quieter or more mysterious musical openings. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. Legally Blonde is an excellent example of one that gets the audience excited. Oh my god, oh my god, you guys. We hit a huge chord that breaks out into a guitar riff at full volume while the lights burst onto a super colorful set and sorority girls begin popping out of windows to sing excitedly about their friend's likely engagement. Scene set, blood pumping, I'm ready for a show. Or how about a quieter example? When Magic To Do begins in Pippin, there's little beyond a four-piece band playing a bunch of crunchy and mysterious chords in a vamp as an unseen chorus sings in unison Ooh, until the leading player quietly appears and sings Join us. Ooh, clear tone, slowly appearing visuals, and a mysterious vibe that sets me on edge. I'm good to go. And then of course, no matter which route the opening number takes, the audience is then led through an introduction of the physical setting, the time period, the essentials of the world, basic introductions for all the main characters and all the side characters, and given a sense of what the journey is going to be. Often this is done through interspersed dialogue with short scenes, and when it's done well, it's very exciting. So where can opening numbers go wrong? Oh, let me count the ways. But before I do, I'm very excited to tell you that beginning this fall, I will be teaching and facilitating a brand new seminar class called Vocal Performance Level Up. Now I want to let you know that this class is not for beginners or for people who are still trying to figure out the basics of their instrument. This class is for singers who already have a strong foundation and want to take their vocal performances and make them as healthy, captivating, and professional as possible. Now this may mean that you're already a professional singer or perhaps you're not, but you want to be. Either way, this class is for you. I'm looking to cultivate a group of dedicated and hardworking individuals ready to uplift themselves, their work, and the work of their peers. The first section of this class will run this fall over the course of 10 sessions, all 75 minutes. Since this is a seminar style class and everyone will be expected to participate both in the performance aspect as well as the feedback aspect, I will be capping the class size at 10. Yes, this does mean that spots are highly limited, but the feedback is a foundational component of this class and I want to make sure that everyone feels like they have a voice in the room. My main goal is to help you level up not just your technique and ability to tell a story through song, also your ability to self-analyze your vocal needs through observation as well as giving and receiving feedback. For the first round of this class, the price is going to be $425 for the 10 sessions with this select group. 
That's less than $45 per 75 minute session. All right, you may be wondering, why a class like this? Well, in my experience with vocal education, I found it really frustrating when I had to rely on my voice teachers for my vocal health. It's great that I had such wonderful coaches who taught me how to use my instrument in a beautiful, healthy, and wonderful way. However, when they weren't available and a voice lesson with them wasn't something I had access to in the moment, I wasn't really sure how I would know that I was doing what needed to be done for my voice and for my body. Sure, I knew when I sounded good or when something felt a little bit strained, but I didn't really have the tools available to fully self-analyze. And it didn't seem like anyone was really teaching this to musical theater performers. But I've seen how having this ability can completely change a singer's life and open up an entire vocal world. It happened to me, it's happened to many of my students, and it can happen to you as well. We're about to enter a new chapter in the book of musical theater, and I want to make sure that all those who are dedicated to this craft can begin that chapter with great technique and ability, yes, absolutely, but also with the confidence to know that they have the tools necessary to sing with great health and freedom. It's just too important. And to have the ability to uplift others and their work as well, well, who could complain about that? So if you'd like to join me for this coming fall's Vocal Performance Level Up class, head on over to michaelratty.com and contact me to set up a free consultation. We'll hop on Zoom together and have a little chat about your goals and why this class would be a great fit for you and where you are in your vocal journey. I want to make sure that I am curating the right group of individuals, so this call will be important. And since there's only an absolute maximum of 10 spots in this class. Don't wait too long. Okay, I am so very excited to chat with you soon about how we can level up your vocal performance. Now back to our question. Where exactly can opening numbers go wrong? Most of the time it has to do with clarity or cohesion, or both. Woof. Sometimes a show hasn't quite figured out what it's about yet, which means that the opening number won't know exactly what it's trying to set up for the audience. If the writing isn't clear on the tone, themes, and journey, then there will be a sizable lack of clarity in the opening number, leaving the poor audience very confused on what it is that they're about to witness. Or sometimes the story and intent are all perfectly clear, but the writing and production elements don't seem to agree on how exactly they're going to tell that story. The direction and design are just as important to the storytelling as the writing and the music and the performances, so if any of these elements feel like they are telling a different story, then the audience is going to be lost before a show can even begin. But when everything works in perfect harmony, we end up with truly iconic and memorable opening numbers that help to define full generations of musical theater. Theater. Whether it's all that jazz setting up the performative vaudeville style as a murder takes place, or Into the Woods, which begins to show us several intertwining fairy tales or tradition, defining the values of a Russian Jewish town on the brink of trouble, opening numbers can create an entire world in seconds. And if that's not theater magic, I don't know what is. All right, fellow cast members, now it's time to hear your thoughts. If you like this video and are interested in hearing more, make sure to hit that like button, and more importantly, leave a comment below. Let me know what you thought about today's topic. What are your favorite opening numbers? 
Did I leave out a big piece of the puzzle? The theater is a community and I want this channel to be an extension of that community. So I do want to hear from you. And if you'd like to join our Patreon community with more information and more access, make sure to click that link in the description below, knowing that I could not do all that I do without you and your support. The next episode will arrive in two weeks, but in the meantime, make sure to sign up for Vocal Performance Level Up and you can check out some of my other episodes here. Thank you all for being here with me today and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theatre Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theatre community.